0: Previously on Wi-Fi Quest.
1: Point me in the direction of your darkest god. And...
2: Welcome to Wormwood's Wares, guys, where everything is very cool and uh, very legal. Feel free to browse my... How did you get in that suit of armour so quickly? Ha <laughs> ha! I get dressed
1: very quickly. I was shy as a child. Nobody noticed me until I put on the mask
0: uh, helmet.
3: Okay, Kenny, why does your voice sound like that? Oh... I think it is the helmet. One second.
0: Oh yeah, definitely the helmet.
2: Right, well, I'm gonna try on some armor. Shopkeep? I want a dragon. No worries, mate. What's your budget? Uh, about this much. Well, I do have this fine specimen over here. Just came in yesterday. Beautiful plumage, mate, beautiful.
3: Uh, are you sure that's not a pigeon? Wait,
2: no, 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 no. You see, before their flames develop, they need plumage to keep warm. This is a uh, Targassian uh, silverback, one of the finest <coughs> uh, dragons you can get. It, it's it's cooing. Oh, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, it's what dragons do when they're pining for the fjords, mate.
0: Ah, okay. Pining for the fjords? Are you serious?
2: No. Yeah, legend says uh if you return a Targassian silverback Pigeon. to its home on the fjords, it'll bestow upon you a boon. A quest? I'll take it. Kyle,
3: hurry up in there, we have a quest!
0: I need a minute! Everything I try on... Uh, ...turns into a bikini!
2: That's because you're in the ladies' change room, mate. Oh, oh, fantasy
1: yes, yes, fantasy female armor. Right.
0: Well. Are you kidding me? EVIL Kani da! It's
3: over 9,000! Nani? Configure the language
0: logic interface for Japanese.
2: The Wi-Fi! Wi-Fi! Wi-Fi!
3: Wi-Fi Radio!
0: are and welcome to Kawaii Fi Radio, the podcast where we look into the world of anime and manga and all things in between. I'm your host, Kyle, and joining me are my co-hosts, Coco and Henny. How are you going, guys? Yeah, yeah. doing pretty good. Yeah. So, I think there's uh, so- someone here in particular wants to talk about something that's a little bit, uh, well... <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, can you repeat that?
3: No, I'm going to sound really bad if I repeat that. I feel like I managed it. I don't know if I managed it the once. Anyway, I think... You're
0: you're ready for Viking metal, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, because um, I've been watching um, a show on Netflix lately called Norseman. Mm. um,
1: That's a comedy spoof on Viking culture, I think. Yes, it
3: is. And now, um, because I'm watching Vinland Saga, Mm -hmm. I... I'm taking a lot of it seriously, but there's also a lot that's coming in that's causing me to not take it seriously. Though (laughs) it is epic. Like If you don't watch Norseman, you'll probably find it completely epic and compelling. Don't watch Norseman before you watch anything (laughs) Vikings sort of related because that series because whenever
0: they're on a boat you'll be going I don't feel the communication yeah. on this boat is very <laughs> yeah. good yeah. Um, I, I feel like yeah. a lot of us do not know where you're taking us yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. actually on a similar note I was watching the series aptly named Vikings it's um, mm. Game of Thrones esque mm. in its drama and cinematic mm. glory it takes itself very very seriously so then I watch <laughs> Vinland Saga right after that and I'm like yeah, this all checks out. Yeah, yeah, awesome. like, this seems
3: legit. <laughs> so you haven't had it ruined for you? No, no. Yeah, I, I uh, watched it.
1: a little bit of Norseman a while ago, but mm. then I saw Vikings right afterwards, and I think that was ruined mm. for me for, because of Norseman.
3: It, it's kind of like um, that sort of thing where if you watch scary movie and yeah. then watch I Know What You Did Last Summer or Scream, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you just stand there going, "Don't
2: go into that room." It's,
0: it's just bad. funny
3: <laughs> and all. Yeah. It's not ruined. Maybe it's just embellished. Anyway, Vinland Saga Mm. is really good. We are seeing a um, a decent chunk of time pass in the episodes that we've watched. Um, Basic premise being that... um, a uh, former what was he? He was part of the Yoms Vikings,
0: yeah, Tours. He was like the is. captain of it. Like yeah. the
1: Vikings Viking. These guys yeah. are the guys you send in when all else fails. Yeah, mm.
3: and this guy, Tours, was their troll. He was like an <laughs> epic warrior. Then what then after he named his firstborn child, he started to not enjoy killing, as mm. you probably should. Not enjoy killing anyway. Uh, not judging. Um, so <laughs> he decides to uh, fake his death, and um, starts a new life. Yeah, he goes to settle somewhere in Iceland, mm. starts a new life. Has uh, a lovely son. Has a yeah, and daughter. Mm-hmm. The
0: daughter is yeah. very popular. Yes. Yeah, the daughter is <laughs> so popular. Is
3: is metal seriously? <laughs> she is. Um, so yeah, and um, all is well until one day. He's tracked down by... um,
1: The Yoms
0: Vikings. Yeah, Yeah, because they're now going to go off and invade England. Mm -hmm. Is it England or is it the US? No, it's England. So, um... So Vinland itself is the land to the west of Iceland and it's talking about going past Greenland to Canada, essentially. Um, oh yeah, which is uh, it's around
3: you know, Newfoundland. Yeah, that the that they landed mm. discovered
1: by Leif Erikson, who features as one of the characters in the show, which yeah. I absolutely love. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, actually, Kenny was the one who pointed it out. He's like, "Oh, that's Leif Erikson."
1: I liked Vikings when they were cool. There, like,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> they, they <are> <laughs> cool. It's
3: okay, Vikings. You're the, cool. They're you're still cool. It's their okay. whole the
1: in thing. It's like.
3: Oh, Oh, far out. They are
1: sort of an in-vogue thing uh, in fashion, like Vikings were last decade and like Angels were the decade prior. But like things
3: with fashion, Mm. they'll always recycle and come straight back unless they're like um, puffball skirts. I don't (laughs) think they're coming back. No, I don't think they're coming coming back. What a a (laughs) (laughs) segue.
1: Now, I want to talk about something equally as metal, Ooh. equally as bloody, equally as terrifying.
3: Something visceral. Yes. Something
0: awful. Yes. Some, something on par with Vinland Saga, Absolutely. Attack on Titan, Berserk. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely all of those things. A man looking after his young daughter. Wait,
0: what?
3: She is a demon, but yeah, but... But what? <laughs> yes.
1: He looks after a daughter. He dotes on her and loves her kindly.
0: Okay. She
1: makes shepherd's pie. <laughs> in where he lives.
0: This is if it's for my daughter, I'd even defeat a demon lord, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I've
1: but been yeah. watching the heck out of it, and it is one of the more wholesome things I've seen since Eurocap. Oh, K- it is oh, wow. precious, wow.
3: hey. It's,
0: she is so cute. It's adorable. It's... Just Ah. I mean, I, I haven't... I'm not up to date on it. I have seen a fair chunk of it, but it's ah, just... It averts expectations quite a few times. Oh, yeah.
1: yes. It's, um like, you expect this is going to be sort of an isekai thing, except now he's dragging around a little girl, similar to um mm. Do You Love Your Mother? Yeah. Meh. Less, least it about that, <laughs> better. <Yep. clears throat> but uh, it's... Yeah. Because he has to still go adventuring and earning a living because yeah. that is his stock and trade. And
3: he's actually a serious adventurer. He's yeah. he's um kind of feared, mm-hmm. revered. And,
1: and you wouldn't be able to tell that when he's at home with his little girl no. because he's just so, like... Squee, I love my little girl so much, yeah. She, yeah. her smile brings me joy and all that kind of stuff. But then when you see him out in battle, yeah. oh. just oh, yeah. cleaving down waves of demons with his sword.
3: Which is mm. how they met, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because um, Well, he,
0: he was out um, adventuring and found her just alone. It's not like he went mm. off and killed the dad or anything like the, that. The dad you had passed, passed, away. passed away. Yeah, yeah. Sad. Very very, very sad, but then, you know, sh- you get to see her making shepherd's pie and all <laughs> of the... the. So the, their, um, the pub boring. slash inn that he lives at is in, like, the dodgy part of town.
1: Yeah, and it's full of, like, the hard adventurers who are, like, you know, talking about all yep. the stuff that they do out on the job. And then this little girl comes around to serve them their shepherd's pie and it melts their hearts. So
0: It's just carefully like, what too. happened? The way, she, the way she
3: puts it on the table. She's just so... <laughs> so like measured about it and yeah so it she, it's really it's
0: really telling when because she gets lost um i think in like the second or third episode because she goes wandering mm. around the city mm. and then you've got all these big badass adventurers looking for her and the yeah. kids that find her are, are, are trying to help bring her home are utterly terrified of all <laughs> <Yeah>. these adventurers <laughs> that are just like
2: hey that mm. little girl Thank you for saving her. She was so wonderful. We were so worried. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and can I say, it's interesting hearing the name Chloe in an anime. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's very interesting because it's a... It's
0: mm-hmm. a very European name. It's not something you'd yeah. expect from a... I mean, admittedly, we are talking about them setting it in the typical Germanic fantasy setting. Oh, yeah. totally.
1: And that's like a staple in like the kind of fantasy anime is that... There will
3: be names like that
1: coming over, mm-hmm. it's, but
0: yeah.
3: So this isn't her name, obviously. It's no, just it's a a, one character. of the other
0: characters. But, but um, the, yeah. the side character kids all have very Western names, mm. um, and we're so used to hearing them like have you know, like Misaka from Attack on Titan. Yeah, but or, at the same
1: time, you've got Eren Yeager next to her. Yeah, yeah. or M- Makota. Which is a badass. Mm. Name. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then wh- what's the um, the third kid from Attack on Titan? Uh, Amen? Amen, which definitely doesn't Amen sound... That, that sounds very <laughs> German, doesn't it? Mm. Very Germanic. Yeah. Um, Scandinavian. Anyway, this episode, um, on, on the note of Makoto, mm-hmm. Makoto time. So this episode we're looking at the visionary artist, director and filmmaker behind some of the most memorable anime films in recent years. We're talking 5 Centimeters a second, The Gardener Words and Your Name. And they all Ooh. have established themselves as strong and compelling works. And that's both in otaku communities and... And with casual moviegoers in Japan and around Mm -hmm. the world We are
1: of course talking about Makoto Shinkai Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with his new film Weathering With You Ripping up records in Japanese cinemas This episode we're looking at his history in his work All this after the news Making headlines Really? Sort of Anime news Ishinjuku gets its Sherlock and Kabaneri films heading to Netflix. This is Kawaii-Fi Anime News. Upcoming time travel romance film Hello World will be receiving a trio of OVA specials set ten years after the film ends. Titled Another World, the spin-off episodes will premiere on Hikari TV's streaming service on September 13, a week before the film opens in cinemas. The following episodes will air each week after the film opens. Hello World is set in Tokyo uh, in Kyoto in 2027 and focuses on Naomi Kagata, a high school student who's visited by someone claiming to be him about 10 years from the future. There's been no word on an international reach yet, but we can watch the trailer on our Facebook page. Netflix live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop has announced his latest cast member with Alina Satine cast in the role of Julia. Satine has starred in a number of TV shows, including Magic City, Revenge, Twin Peaks, The Gifted, and as the Asgardian Lorelei in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She joins an all star cast fronted by John Cho as Spike, Mustafa Shakir as Jet, and Daniela Panada as. Valentine. Netflix and Tomorrow Studios are producing the series, with The Bebop's original director, Shinichiro Watanabe, serving as a consultant on the project. Staying with the streaming giant, Netflix have announced the Cabinero of the Iron Fortress film The Battle of Yunato, will be landing on the service on September 13. The film originally screened in Japanese theatres for two weeks in May, and continues the story established in the 2016 animated series. The film is meant to serve as a midpoint in the franchise, according to the series' website. Competitive volleyball series Haikyuu will have two new OVA episodes released later this year, with the fourth season airing in January 2020. The two-part OVA project will cover the volleyball qualifiers for Tokyo, with four teams battling it out for a place in the Nationals. Based on the manga by Haruhuchi Furudati, the series has seen four films and three seasons released since it began in 2014. Upcoming detective anime Kabuki Cho Sherlock has unveiled an October premiere production date for Production IG's latest original series. Set in the Kabuki Cho district of Shinjuku Wards East, the story focuses on seven shady individuals after a murder by Jack the Ripper, though whether the series is a serious take on the English detective is unclear. The series is being directed by Ai Yoshimura from My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu, with 91 Days and a raised writer Taku Kishimoto in charge of the script. Rejoining Sherlock in October are two series returning from earlier this year. We Never Learn Bokuben will be airing the second season of its student harem comedy starting on October 5th. The show's first series aired in April this year. And Koto Club anime, Kono Oto Tomare The Sounds of Life, will also be airing its second core in October, having also aired in April this year. The series focuses on the lone member of the traditional Japanese string instrument, the Koto, and his club and his efforts to rebuild it heading to the bookshelves and The Rise of the Shield Hero is receiving a new spin-off manga focused on cooking. Publishing on Katakawa's Comic Walker website, the series appears to be releasing monthly with the first chapter online now and is scheduled for September 21st for its next release. The manga adaptation of Bakamonogatari will resume publication on September 4th after going on a hiatus due in part to manga artist O'Great Falling Ill. The series is published weekly and went on hiatus just after the series entered its final arc in July. And another Goblin Slayer side story manga is on the way, with Square Enix announcing the Goblin Slayer Gaiden 2 novels will be adapted for their Manga Up app. Square Enix has previously cancelled an adaptation of the novel by manga artist Takahashi Minakuchi in April due to various circumstances, after publishing only three chapters. And that's your anime news for the week ending August 25th, 2019.
1: I'm sorry, you said another Goblin Slayer manga? Yes. I mean, I'm aware of the main one because there's an anime about it, but uh, how Yeah Yeah, many... this is
0: the third spin-off. So you've got Goblin Slayer Year One, which mm-hmm. is the prequel, um, but not so much of a prequel as it goes all the way to the beginning of the story, just kind of the before the events of the main manga. Okay. Brand new day, um, Goblin Slayer, which is just a load of Cause side it's a stories. New day. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Goblin Slayer Gaiden to Tsubanari no Daikinata, which is Daikatana of Singing Death. Um it's a prequel set 10 years before the original series and focusing on the Sword Maiden's party and they journey into the Dungeon of the Dead and kill the Demon Lord. Oh. So that's meant to be 9 chapters but it's okay. based on a light novel and unfortunately um Square Enix who were organizing for it to be published have cancelled this um adaptation to restart it all over again and he only got three chapters out of nine in but i think considering this was meant to start in december last year and he's only put out three chapters mm. um there might yeah. be a bit of an issue about him not putting it out quick enough oh dear mm-hmm.
3: so i've probably mentioned this before but i'm hyped for mustafa Shikil. Mm. so hyped and this is yeah. going to be an excellent production of Cowboy Can't Bebop. Wait. Yep. John yep. yep. uh, <laughs> Jones is going to be awesome too. Well,
0: I mean, uh, I, I was excited until the mess up with the recent Neon Genesis dub. Um, I, that has kind of tempered my expectations. Mm. Um, we'll see what happens though, because I mean, there's enough hype around it that they know if they stuff this up, that'll probably be the last straw for people, I yeah, suspect. Yeah, they
1: know the stakes at this point.
0: Yeah, so ho- hopefully Netflix, if you... Uh, Somehow, listen to this podcast. <laughs> what a ha 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 ha. Um, don't stuff this up, please. Uh, um,
1: Netflix, if you are listening to this podcast, uh, give us some money to make a show. Yeah, yeah, we can make a really good one. Yeah, Probably we'll be
0: about, uh, I, I don't know, what, potatoes who battle ancient cabbages? Yeah. That, we, that we, sounds we'll as get, good an idea as we'll, any for an anime. I think we you've can got get Eddie Izzard. <laughs> Just saying. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm in here and I'm arranging matches. It's a very difficult yes. task. What do you want, Sebastian? Um, anyway. <laughs> That's Mrs. Bad and oh, Anyway. <laughs> Bad and um, so. There's also Hello World, which um, we've got a lot of films coming out in the next yeah. month, actually. I know. It's great, right? It's great. It's right? great. Um, mm. So Hello World, um, we posted the trailer for the, this sci-fi romance on um, the Facebook this morning. Mm. Um, and it's really good. So it's a sci-fi time travel romance story where the main character's future self from 10 years in the future comes back in time to help save a girl he's going to fall in love with in three months' time. Oh. Yeah, that's all I know plot-wise, and that sounds really cool, but visually it looks
1: it looks pretty good. Made by the same people who've made uh, Sword Art, yes?
0: Yes, hmm. um, I believe it's the same director. It's his first um, major awesome. project since uh, Ordinal Scale.
3: Oh,
1: yeah, that's... That's a title. I was trying to think of that for a second. They yeah. come
3: up with such cool sounding titles, and I don't know what any of them mean sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they and are cool though. They, they are cool, <laughs>
0: but I mean, like you have a look at um, like Food Wars and stuff like, which I've oh. actually been reading recently. Yeah. But and the, and now we've got a shield here. Oh, so co- what, the shield what I hero cooking know. manga, yes. Uh,
3: what I'm envisioning is he's going to make a fire, and he's going to use certain kinds of shields. To cook food on, <laughs> and like maybe maybe you'll I now get like have a, a roasting walk, a walk shield, yeah, <laughs> a wok shield, a roasting shield, that or maybe like a shield with a spit that turns something. <laughs> like I'm expecting I'm, I'm this. Ro- he's
0: ro- roasting balloon animals on it or something. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> what are you cooking up tonight? <laughs> Revenge. Serve cold. But you
3: know what? That's something that the guy from Ant- uh Ariferetta could probably make use of.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs Seems he needs like a he needs mighty shield cook. like yeah. Captain America throwing mm-hmm. that shield.
3: Yeah, he, <laughs> he needs to cook what he. Eights.
0: And weathering with you, which we didn't mention in the news, but we are going to talk about because it's who we're, uh, the director is who we're talking about today. It's mm-hmm. now earned 10 billion yen so far at the box office, Funny and enough. it's now in the top 10 Japanese films of all time. So,
3: how much was the budget? Do we know?
0: Uh, I don't have it offhand. Sorry, yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> uh, but it's the first Japanese film since your name to reach uh, the 10 billion yen mark, mm-hmm. and that was the first film to do it since. Um, well pretty much anything by Miyazaki oh, no, wow. no, no other film other than Miyazaki hit the 10 million yen in anime so that's pretty Far crazy um, but international releases have been decided for North America Europe, Asia and South America so keep an eye on your local distributors you'll be able to catch weathering with you soon um, the English dub is on the way by G-Kids um, and that's expected early next year as well um, cool. they've done a lot of dubs for his previous work so oh, good, good good um, anyway we should actually talk about The Man in Question
1: Wi-Fi Radio. And now for our feature presentation.
3: <laughs> now featuring. And he's completely right. She's completely right. He is Sugoi. His name is Mikoto Shinkai. Why? <laughs> <laughs> he was Sugoy Sugoi. Yes. Totally Sugoi. Born uh 1973 in Nagano. Um no. As Nitsumakoto instead of Shinkai Makoto. I believe this is maybe a um, hmm. change of name that's happened.
0: That may Huge be like stage. an artist name, yeah. S- similar to how like actors in the UK can't have yeah. the same name as a prior actor. Yeah. <laughs> um.
3: So he was first exposed to anime and manga in middle school, but he went on to study Japanese literature at Chuo University, which is one of the most prestigious in the country. That's I uh,
1: so actually found a little bit of detail about that. Yeah? that He was creating picture books in the mm. juvenile literature literature club while. He was there,
3: yes, wow. that is part of where he, like that. That's so where he sort of started. Th- th- this is crazy. like
0: doing kids' books, like animations from there, yeah. Well, yeah. sorry, animations, drawings, and um, stuff from there. Oh, okay, yeah, drawings and, and kids' books. That's yeah. kind of an interesting transition, yeah, yeah. It's
3: cool. Hey, and um, after graduating, he started working for a company called Falcom. Um, they do um, Falcom Punch, <laughs> 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 not so they, far off the mark. They're they, a video
1: game company that does um, a lot of JRPG stuff.
3: Mm, yes, exactly. And he was doing cutscene direction to start with, and then he says in one of his quotes, he was like, "General product management." General product. So man. he would see, he would oversee a lot a of the project. Of like he would um, maybe shape the, the the way it was advertised. Um, Okay, he d- he'd do mean, a lot of extra bits and I mean, pieces. He has Interesting, done job. a
0: lot of weird things. We when I was looking up his details the other night, I discovered he's done like he's credited as doing like four adverts, like ones for like a tunnel, yeah. ones for like a highway. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah,
1: he has. <laughs> I mean, you can almost actually see that because, yeah. like, look at how in all of his movies he captures. Landscapes, mm. like the sweeping shots of cities and roads and stuff like that. You could almost mm. actually see that as like a perfect job for him. I'm just yeah.
0: imagining him drawing like an anime of someone driving along in the rain, it's bucketing down, they enter the tunnel and it goes, the new Shinkai.
3: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's interesting how he hasn't approached. Um, becoming a manga director, or sorry, an anime director the traditional kind of way. Yeah. Like, he hasn't done it the same way as everyone else. Mm. He he was still working um, at Falcom Mm. when he conceptualised and created She and Her Cat, which was his first release.
0: That is such a heartwarming little thing.
3: It is. He met the composer of many of his films at Falcom as well, because they used to work together.
0: This is like a partnership between Joe Hisashi and Hiyama (laughs) Miyazaki.
3: In a way, yeah. Yeah. Though um, they didn't work together for Your Name. No. Yeah. um, So it was about 1997 that Mm. he came up with the idea for She and Her Cat, um he drew and animated this short film mm. with the help of only other th- like three other people mm. and released it in ninety eight. And um it's
0: it's all black and white and hand drawn. Yeah,
3: he was working on an RPG at the time and that served as inspiration for the backgrounds because oh. he was doing a lot like this, this is one of the things he's known for. Richly detailed backgrounds. Richly and detailed. They are everything. stunning and what cool. you mentioned before about the rain it's interesting because that's one of the things I really noticed mm. in She and Her Cat there's one scene where you see the rain falling on the um, balcony yeah. of the of the apartment where she lives and it's just It's incredible.
0: Beautiful. He's yeah. got a
1: real eye for like nature and weather mm. and light. You well, see yeah. it's soft. So S-
0: similarly work. in a few scenes before that like there's meant to be like this a field of like you know tall grass mm. and he's mm. it's you, you imagine it's black and white drawing. And you can see the wind moving across it and you're like, how? I mean, I I realise how you've done it with just straight lines, but just conceptualising that Mm. from a manga point of view to then turn that into video. Oh no, because he
1: was using um, like After Effects and a bunch of other tech that he was using in the studio. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was black and white because he had brought this stuff home and was using it to just make his own things on his tiny little... Apple computer from like a few generations past. I forget what the model Mm. is, but basically... It's the G4,
0: which is like 30 (laughs) years old now.
1: 30-year-old computer. He had to do it in black and white because it was just so compressed. But it's so
3: beautiful Mm. in black and white. That's fantastic. And he says that he made the film because he wanted his girlfriend at the time, um, she was having some problems and had quit her work. He he wanted her to feel better about herself and her life after watching it. Yeah, and he says, um, which comes into play later, he said that um, his own time living in a small apartment surrounded by electrical lines inspired the main scenario. And although these are ugly things, he wanted to make it look detailed and beautiful to express that it's okay to live in this situation. Mm. Things can be beautiful. You just have to look for it. Um, He completed this in 1999, and Mm. he distributed it at uh, Comicette. And via mail um, on his website. He sold around 5,000 copies. Wow. And
0: um, Or on, like, I don't know, CDs? or Yeah,
3: CDR. Yeah, he, he chucked w- it so all onto not, a not even,
0: like, professionally produced. He's no. just no. sat there and went and put it burning in the computer. You know what? I
3: reckon <laughs> wow. they are worth bank these days. Oh, yeah. Unless he's still selling them. In <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I he's still selling them like, in that
0: know, Go to the premiere of Weather Review. You. Do you want to buy my CD? <laughs> yeah, set up
3: a little, like, desk in the... Yep. So it was directly due to this film that he got his next job with Comics Wave Films because they actually emailed him Mm. and they went into a detailed long email about how awesome they thought it was and all these different reasons why it worked.
0: Mm.
1: I believe they actually discovered him because of him winning a grand prize at the Dogo CG Animation Awards, yes. that was in 2000.
0: Yeah, which is, you know, it's quite impressive to see mm. how, you know, something like this, which was kind of done in his spare time, yeah. could take home an award when competing with other people doing it professionally. Absolutely. And not just an
1: award, a grand prize. And this mm. was just something he just did with his own two hands. Mm. And the
3: story to She and Her Cat is basically a year mm. spent looking at her life, She's unnamed, she's human, she's a Mm -hmm. la a a girl a young girl who well, you know, um, maybe Mid twenties, yeah. living by herself in a small apartment, and sh- her life is observed by her cat.
0: Yeah, it's narrated by the cat, isn't yes. it? Yes, which he voiced, I think. Yes, he which voiced is, the is cat. adorable. Um, th- this uh, she and her cat actually did get a re-release in yes. 2016 called uh, "She and Her Cat: Everything Flows," and it was a four-episode miniseries. Hmm. And it's literally like watching Mako- a Makoto Shinkai film as a series, which is phenomenal. So it's
3: filled with that beautiful warm light and. Mm rich detail yeah it's it's
0: beautiful um it's quite funny actually because you notice how he's only done films really yeah or something Mm. which could be you know just popped together into a film there's a quote i found from him he's like saying he's been offered the chance sometimes to work on an anime series now Mm. i'd like you to keep in mind that this guy's been doing this since the 90s so this is you know approaching it's 20 years this year since 99 um and it is something i feel i should try and be a part of but at the moment i do not feel like i'm ready for it yet and haven't done enough work oh come on i'm Aww. sorry what <laughs>
3: i think he should just keep doing what he's doing he's
0: interested in doing an anime series one day he says but that's he doesn't feel like he's got enough I experience i feel like it'll be Holy like cow.
3: maybe or like it'll be a series of short films just uh, see that's the yeah. thing
1: you watch like your name yeah. and voice of a distant star. There are like aspects of it which he includes, which very anime style cues, very very much like a mm. series. Like mm. uh, he's got a whole opening sequence in one of them. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like so. You really, it's this. You seem to want to do a series, but you also say yeah. you're you know nervous about it.
0: Uh, actually, also <laughs> going back to weathering with you, I found a really interesting quote because he's had cats his entire life. Really? So ever since he was a child, I've always had a cat with me. In Nagano Prefecture, there are a lot of stray cats. And when he came to Tokyo, he picked up some strays and started raising them. So I've always had a cat with me. Like a friend of mine
3: who lives in Japan recently got a second cat because she found this cat as a strange Yeah, yeah.
0: Is this it's just so what's cute. done in Japan? I love you it. Find cats. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like it. Might have to move to Japan, get a tiny apartment, a and kitty. find a cat. <laughs> <laughs> it'll
3: be gar- it'll be a character building experience. That's oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so,
0: something also about Makoto is that he has. Done. he has utilised that um, traditional um, Japanese literature degree as well because mm. three of his films have been adapted into books by himself. Mm. Um, he started off with um, Five Centimetres a Second, which he then did a couple of years after the film. But since then, The Garden of Words and Your Name, both of them actually had novels out before the film came out. He, while he was writing the script, he wrote it into a novel at the same time, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And six of his films have been made into manga as well. Yeah, which is, is great. It's just clearly like We're there is an appetite it. for it. Yeah, have to
3: find it all.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's kind of an interesting jump for him. Like he studied literature at this university, mm. and then he jumped immediately into video games and producing manga and anime. Yes. Yeah, kind of an interesting
3: yeah. jump. Yeah, and interestingly enough, um, when he was doing she and her cat, one of the ways that he. Um, that he used to draw the backgrounds was he'd take photos and then draw over them oh. in Photoshop, I believe. Hmm. Um, that checks out. That so explains
0: why his drawings are so detailed. Yeah, and he
3: did, and he does that in his next film, Voices of a diff- Distant Star. Mm. He did that extensively,
0: Wh- which is uh, what we will get to in a moment. But I would like to end on one la- one note before we do go on, and that is that. Haya, he's been compared, Makoto, to Hayao Miyazaki as in his influence on in the anime industry. A lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I think this is more coming from Western press than Japanese press. Yeah. Saying that he's the next Miyazaki, um, I wouldn't say he is the next Miyazaki, but he's the next iconic.
1: Uh, he himself, creator. like, has mm. spoken a lot about um, not so much the dislike, but uh, he doesn't feel that it is accurate to be called the next Miyazaki. Yeah, an overestimation, I uh, I think he said I have a few quotes from him. Uh, One of the best ones is, um, it's a big ideal, and that's he, uh, Miyazaki. He's someone you look up to and are influenced by. He's got his own totally original style. He's a genius, but you can't be Miyazaki. You can only be the second Miyazaki, and I don't think that's something to aim for. And he
3: said that if there was one film that he could watch for the rest of his life, it would be Lapita, Castle in the Sky.
1: That was the first one he actually saw with his own pocket money in school. That's what he says in another quote. And it was something that influenced him heavily.
0: Also on the note of favourites, his favourite anime is Toradora. Now, I think you both might have seen a clip of this. There's... The girl holding the tiny tiger in her palm?
1: Yes. What? Yeah, I think So yeah. have. So oh, that's um,
0: he says man. that the Garden of Words, and Toradora's from 2008, so the Garden of Words actually influenced the way he wrote his characters and how they expressed their emotions um, in the film. Mm-hmm. It, well, sorry. Toradora influenced the Garden of Words, more mm. correctly. And because of that, he just really he really loves the style of the Mm. manga artist and the, and the team who were behind it. So Mm. he's just like, Oh wow. Okay, cool. That's, that's really impressive.
3: What I really love about what he tries to portray in all of his works that I've seen so far is that beauty is everywhere. Mm. Everything can be beautiful. You just have to look. And, that it's if if you feel like your eyes are hungry, just watch one of his films, yeah. and you'll start seeing it come out. You'll see, maybe you'll see extra colours come through, and you'll walk down the street. Maybe you'll see an old old car that you normally just look at and go, "Oh, that's a bit needs needs fixing up." But you'd be like, "No, it's perfect." If the light catches
1: <laughs> it at a certain angle, it can be beautiful.
0: Yes, it's just making me think of that quote in. Um Westworld, And it's like, I like to see the beauty in every day. <laughs> the disarray. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's oh.
3: beauty in the squalor. <laughs> well, we
0: should move on to talk about his first film, and that's Voices of a Distant Star.
1: Kawaii. We'll be there in
0: time. There's 20 minutes of ads. Cinema Club not
1: exactly 20 minutes of ads for this one
0: well if you had 20 minutes of ads you'd be spending the same amount of time watching the film
1: exactly Mm. it's i wasn't expecting this i had watched this ages ago when i first moved up to the city and i thought i'd only caught the first half of it but but no this is a uh 20 minutes 25 minute um anime uh, movie
3: um what's the premise what do you think the main premise is of this what, what do I think the main premise
1: is? Uh, this is set in a futuristic Japan. Aliens have been discovered on Mars. And a young man and his high school sweetheart are, like, you know, talking, sharing a life together. But she has been drafted into the military. And this is a space military where they go into space with uh, giant robots. It's very, very very Japan. Very anime Japan. <laughs> so... She yeah, there
3: are I- mecca in this. She it is, is cool.
1: a uh, high school girl in a mech. I don't know why they keep hiring people like no, this for no. fighting in mech warriors. It's
0: it's a thing that is... It's a very Japanese thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, one thing I did notice, because I, I went and watched it. Um, I hadn't actually seen it until recently. And I was like, I put two hours aside and it... Wait, 25 minutes? <laughs> yeah. That's the um, thing,
1: though. It's, um, for its size, it compresses so much story and so much emotion. Mm. Because it's not just the fact that she's gone to space to save the world and stuff. She's leaving her boyfriend behind. And because well, of the whole uh, physics of traveling in space at light speed and stuff like that, he ages naturally on Earth.
0: She hasn't really aged much. Well, no, no, that, that's not what it is. Oh? It, it is the time delay of sending the message. Oh, yeah? No, but yeah. He,
3: he does age. Yeah, yeah. But
0: no. So he sa- she sends a message and it's taking eight years to get to him. So he's receiving it uh, eight years later. Mm. So of course he's oh. eight years older. I see. It's, it's not to do with relativity. I
2: um,
3: completely thought it was a relativity no, thing. I, I was so I thought wrong. that was
1: actually the case because um, a lot of people are on this train and think that it's... Uh, like there is a uh, rumor that it was one of the main inspirations for a recent movie, Interstellar. Mm. Uh, it's a baseless speculation um, based on a s- mostly just a similar subject matter yeah. of like the differential it, age. Th-
0: there is a similarity because the age difference, but then mm. it literally says in plain text on the screen, "This will take eight years to get to its destination."
1: But there's also the fact that she isn't aging.
0: Well, yeah, because it's for what we're seeing of her. We're seeing her in a linear timeline of going from, you know, one week she's here, they then jump to warp and end up eight light years away um, in in, in an instant, not Hmm. over eight years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what we're seeing is her story and we're seeing his Story relating to when she sends the messages. Right. So we're oh. seeing her send it at point A and then they're showing when he receives it as if it's straight away, but showing that he's aged because eight years have passed or a year and a half has passed or three months has Kyle
3: passed. Kyle is showing his physics chops right here right now well, it's, it's not
0: physics it's a storytelling well, directive yeah. but wait, wait, we it, just but you, we you just see, jumped straight
3: ahead <laughs> and we're like,
0: went, well i mean Einstein. I, 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 yeah but it's like you know you're saying i'm showing the physics chops and you're the ones who are saying that this is a relativity yeah, film you're, you're, <laughs> i thought it was supposed to be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you jumped straight to the physics it's, i thought it was the
3: whole twins paradox <laughs> thing no no
0: no so it, it is um he, he if you have a look through the film, they never mention relativity. Um, they, they just mentioned this will take oh, no. eight years to get to and This will take a year and a half. This we will take six years. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I thought I that just was the whole... I've blown your mind. I love, love how we... <laughs> <bad. laughs> so, um, or maybe Basically, there's just different the ways of looking at th- this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, look, there's different ways of looking at it. But from like a storytelling point of view, like um, you're seeing the note. Um, so like there's... At at the very end of it, there are newspapers on the floor Mm. which talk about the events which have clearly Mm. been sent and that's eight years later on the date on the newspaper. Uh, You know what?
3: People listening to this, if you are like me and Kenny and you thought it was all about relatively, raise those hands, <laughs> We can't
0: actually see. see you, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll hear that in If uh, we could see you raising
1: moments. your hands, we'd be very appreciative.
0: Yeah, because yes. yeah, you don't want to feel like Any the only way. idiots in the room. Yeah, well, you're not idiots. It's, it's two different ways of looking at it. Like, yeah, that's um, true. And admittedly, I do read a lot of sci-fi and time travel stuff, so... Um, I don't.
1: Time travel is bad. Time
0: travel is dangerous. No, no, time travel is good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, back to Voices of a Distant Star. Basically,
3: long-distance relationships.
0: Yes. They 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 suck. um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) They do indeed suck. And uh, Makoto Shinkai was inspired to write this when he was sending text messages to his girlfriend because he was hard at work um, you know, directing video game openings and stuff like that. Mm And he was inspired by how this was their sort of means of communication.
0: Because mm. didn't he like draw a picture of a girl holding a phone in a, like a mecha cockpit or something? Exactly. Go, this was ah. just like
1: a doodle on the side of the page. And it's actually surprising That's... how many things are done like this. I mean, I believe uh, yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender was made from a similar premise. Mm. Just a little doodle on the side of the page and they thought, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> mm.
3: I love how he said that... It was his, like his love letter mm. to a person that he had in mind, mm. which I think was his girlfriend at the time. Ooh. It was so sweet. Released in 2002, which is three years after um, She and Her Cat, because mm. mm. directly after She and Her Cat, he was propositioned by Comics Wave and he jumped ship to them. And they are a an, ang- an anime production company. So exactly. he was getting a bit more support with this one, but he still did most of the work himself.
1: That's the thing. Uh, f- according to what I've discovered, he uh, wrote, directed, produced, animated the project all by himself on his old school Power Mac. Oh
3: yeah, And yeah. what did he use?
1: Uh, Adobe Design yeah. uh, and uh, it was um, After Effects. Adobe yeah. After Effects 4.1,
3: yes. Commotion 3.1 for everyone who wants to know. Adobe Photoshop 5.0 and uh, he was doing it all on a lovely Power Mac G4 using Lightwave like as well.
0: Wow, mm-hmm. uh, so version three and version five. I, ho- I I wonder if those licenses were genuine. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I
1: mean, if he's working for a production company, I'm sure he was. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm had the ability. The oh, you <laughs> never know, though. Well, it, yeah, uh, in like
3: Japan, they're they're a there, we know there are dodgy businesses out there. Oh, but you know what? I, I, if they're I've getting art some, to our screens, I don't care. Uh,
0: well, on the note of not necessarily art to our screens, but to the side of bus shelters, I've heard of a few horror tales from friends in the uh, drawing and the graphic design business of companies they work to not having genuine versions I mean, of Windows <laughs> or Photoshop uh, or anything. This
3: stuff is expensive, <laughs> and we're it Australian, is. so. It is we oh, have an, a reputation to uphold and they <laughs> a have a reputation a to un- uphold
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah It's uh. what was it Australia was rated like number one for illegal downloads and piracy during, especially like, for Game of Thrones especially yeah. for Game of Thrones
0: yeah. can
3: you guys imagine going to a country where you tell someone that like as a kid you used Napster to download like <laughs> the, the most recent like I don't know like Pop three doors or down yeah. or whatever it was and then they just react with absolute shock horror and then and report you and, to the
2: police yep, and
3: then you tell them that your parents asked them to do- ask <laughs> you <laughs> download songs as well.
1: Oh, I used <laughs> LimeWire back in the day. Yeah, you yeah, used LimeWire yeah. to download LimeWire LimeWire Pro. Pro, that yeah. was the old
3: trick. <laughs> So uh, ridiculous. It didn't matter if you I
1: gave did... your computer a horrifying disease. Was there
3: actually a difference? Yeah, yeah. I th- know there, this there is a real was. big segue, but. Do you ever
1: wonder if it was just the one guy who had Live Wire Pro and everyone was just leeching it off? Him? Yeah,
0: pretty much. <laughs> That's yeah. why they went under. Um, so I wonder who that was. <laughs> going back to the topic of Voices of a Different Star, um, one thing I did notice is that his art style has really adapted, obviously, over that period. I mean, mm, it's it, changed a it, lot. It's 17 years. It is a. Yeah, you know, it's a long time. In people's uh, style of animation, mm. the way they approach it, will change. But one thing that doesn't change is his attention to detail. Mm. Oh, it's
1: you will notice it in all of the like long shots and landscape shots. There's mm. just a bit where you see like a storm cloud and the lightning crackling yeah. through it. It is, it is rough. It is old mm. school. But this was like practically it, better than there? everything else that you were seeing on TV at the time. This yeah. was just something by mm. some kid with a computer. Mm, I just I mean th- there was
0: pretty use heavy use of CG as well actually and mm. it's not aged well oh, but no, no. but it has aged better than let's say this season's hydra in Araferetta. Yeah. Which uh if you remember the multicolored dragon head which oh, yeah. everyone you can't see
3: me shaking my head but I am. It's
0: awful. Mm. Uh, it may, it it looks it yeah it's it's yeah. embarrassing. But yeah
1: it's like it's just the fact that like a large scale company can like do something like that and just mm. some guy on a keyboard yeah. can yeah. make this.
3: Actually, there is a film, a stop motion film that I'm not going to mention now, but we are going to have to all sit down and watch, mm-hmm. which is something that um a, a guy did. I think he's in, in Tokyo. He did it in his spare time over three years years and wow that's called junk head we will discuss that at a later point mm.
1: Mm. and uh one last thing i do want to really mention about this anime is um it wasn't that he just made it himself it was also voiced by himself and his girlfriend at the time what mm. yeah it's um uh, there is a later it's a proper uh,
3: collab isn't it
1: oh totally it's something he made sort of for her inspired by her, and then start her in it. So there is another version later on which uh, they got professional voice actors mm-hmm. in for. And uh, I believe after that, he also wrote a 10-volume manga mm. to go into more detail.
0: Yeah, he did, he did. Um, I, f-
1: I found that in a bunch of places, uh, Manga
0: Rock. I yeah, or you, well, you can actually buy a box set of it by um, Yen Press, I think, as well. It's, really? It's like, wow, okay, cool. Mm. Mm. Something for true fans, obviously. Well, we, we've talked about kind of the origin, so let's talk mm-hmm. about... The most recent big hit that he had, which yeah. is Your Name. Kawaii Fi Radio. We'll be there on time. There's 20 minutes of ads.
3: Cinema Club.
0: Yes, Your Name, Kimin No Nawa, which was released in 2016. And my lordy, is it a good film?
3: Yeah. Wow. It is just stunning. And uh. it, it starts off. Interestingly, as well.
0: It's uh,
1: I I've written down my thoughts for it, and I just want to. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Well, um, um, there's nothing on the page. Yeah. Did Have you actually written anything on here? There are no words. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 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 we okay. need one of those. We, we, we need a. We do need a dum dum. This this film
1: made me cry. It hurt me. The
0: nearest thing I've got to that is you know. come That (laughs) worked. That Um, worked. So, it was Makoto's fifth feature film, critical and commercial success. Um, If you have a look on Rotten Tomatoes, critic aggregates 97%, audience scores 94%, um, 361 million, and it was the highest grossing Japanese and anime film of all time until this year when Studio Ghibli decided to finally open Spirited Away in China. (laughs) 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 Which pretty much doubled its earnings overnight. I'm glad that that happened. Yeah. But Everyone it's also it. the first anime film not made by Studio Ghibli or Hayao Miyazaki to gross 10 billion yen at the Japanese box office. So that mm. says a lot about the quality of the production because mm. his previous films didn't do that well. But the I mean, admittedly, we did hear a lot about your name in the lead up, and I think it obviously got a lot bigger advertising budget because it was a full length film, um, mm. and mm. we saw that coming out, you know, around the world. Whereas if you have a look at Garden of Words and so forth, they were kind of niche releases mm. when they were sent out to the international oh, yeah, groups. Yeah. But um, let's talk about the, the plot because Your Name tells the story of a high school girl called Mitsuha Miyamuzi and a high school boy called Taki Tachibana who suddenly begin to swap bodies. Mm. Um, now Mitsuha lives in rural Japan in a fictional town called Itomori and Taki lives in Tokyo and when they fall asleep the pair occasionally swap bodies causing Taki to develop a closer relationship with a female co-worker called Miki and in (laughs) Mitsuha's case her father being the mayor of the town and she's not very popular in school and when Taki takes over her body he inadvertently improves her respect from other students by her masculine attitude has girls giving her love letters
1: (laughs) I mean yeah that's the thing they are well, that's the whole idea is that they are from completely different worlds. They are quite different people. Mm. He is very, very assertive. Uh, he gets into fights. He's, mm. you know, a man's man kind of guy. And she is very uh, traditional, very um,
0: reserved. It, and she also um, has that traditional, you know, I work at a temple and yeah, do this, that the Yeah, it's the family other. temple. Mm. Yeah.
3: I enjoyed the fact that this wasn't spelled out from the beginning. When you start watching... And you're looking, and, and the fur and the character comes on the scene, and they're reacting. Mm, you're mm. like, what are they reacting to? This is really strange. What's going on here? And it takes a bit of a while to realise that the swap has happened. Yeah,
0: because the voice actors stay the same when they swap bodies. So, um, yeah. when when Taki's voice act- Taki turns goes into Mitsuwa's body. That sounds really dodgy. (laughs) Um, When when they body swap, the voice actor swaps with them. So it's the female voice actor putting on a male voice and it's the male voice Mm. actor putting on a female voice. Oh God! Um, I had no idea. In, at least in the Japanese version, the it's, dub's a little different. Mm, but it's very oh, necessary
3: yeah. to watch again for, yeah. some, for for some people to sort of have that in mind.
1: Oh well, mm. for this sort of thing, multiple viewings is
3: mm.
0: definitely. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. It. It's, I mean, it's
3: it's it's It is. It's real iFood. It food.
0: So, but one day the body swapping just stops. And the pair, they've not tried to communicate with each other outside of leaving notes in their phones and on pieces of paper and stuff.
1: Or on each other sometimes.
0: Yeah, but (laughs) they, they can't get in touch with each other when they try to call. And this is where the core of the story really gets started. Now we won't give you any, you know, major spoilers on how it goes from here because this is where kind of the, all the intricacies of the story happen. I don't mm. want to ruin it. Yeah, but this is basically where you know, things
1: get. This is the where the pin drops and you're like, oh, it's that kind of a movie.
0: Yeah. 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 So as to why they've never tried to call each other, which everyone goes, why haven't they tried to call each other? Think about Japanese culture. You mm. don't talk to someone you don't know. Mm. You have, you know, quite a uh, respect for distance and personal space. Can you imagine in that cultural environment calling someone up going, hey, am I swapping bodies with you? Yeah, is this actually <laughs> happening because you doubt. Uh, yeah. You doubt, you doubt, you doubt
3: yourself. <clears throat>
1: actually, that was something that was came up in um, Voices of a Difficent Star and a bunch of other things is that phone culture is very different in Japan. Oh, it is. It's um, seen as a more intimate form of communication.
0: Oh. It's yeah. uh, as opposed to you know, the w- where we see it as the very casual form,
1: as a very casual form mm. where we'll leave like little notes for each other on text message or look at cat videos all the time. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of a bigger thing in Japan, and mm. um, I yeah, I've always kind yeah, of
3: marvelled s- at that. they and they swap email addresses or line, and that's mm, kind of exactly. A big thing. Exactly.
0: Now, so, something that this film doesn't get talked about a lot is that there were people quite a lot of people who criticized it in japan really what yeah really? um it's uh, essentially they were saying it just followed all the tropes Um, Now, it doesn't really. It does take aspects of it, but let's be honest. Have you seen anything original in Hollywood in the last decade? (laughs) Uh, Honestly. Um, So, Mobile Suit Gundam's creator, Yoshiyuko Tomino, had serious doubts whether anyone will be watching it in five years. I beg your pardon. Well, few people rewatch Gundam, so it was fair play, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Manga artist Tatsuya Agawa said the film was, from the viewpoint of a professional, not the least bit interesting. His only notable work is Golden Boy and... Adult videos. Hmm. Um, oh. I'm sorry, mate, but you—if you haven't actually developed something which is built cultural context or discussion—you're not likely to but have your see, view respected. But
3: so, so you know what those both of those opinions <coughs> have to them that I find is completely missing the point. They're sort of they're ignoring the emotion that's obviously been put into all of this film, mm. not only the story but. Drawing the characters, animating everything that happens in the clouds, in, oh, the, mm. in, in the in in the in the grass, in I mean, the, everything the story, is just beautiful, and there's yeah. so much.
0: The story is well done, but it is a well trodden route that we have seen in other you know animes and films. It's
3: just yeah, the way the it's been done. The body swap
1: thing. I think even Australia had a movie, uh, "Dating the Enemy." Yes, yeah. and
0: that was excellent. It was I excellent. love that yeah. film. It's like but ju- just because something has been done um and it's been done again doesn't mean you immediately rule it out yeah it's no
1: there was a quote from someone that said every story has been told but it hasn't been told in your way yeah mm. and i've always appreciated
0: that. it's something that made me go well you have a look because he was um w- when he was out and about apparently he was hearing people criticizing the film and all that and it really colored his opinion on you know whether or not to do another film, apparently. As um, it would. And it, it's, you know, Weathering With You, his next film, is all to do with weather. Mm. Um, but it, it's, a, it's a type of film that not everyone is going to get because I feel like um, Your Name does have elements of cultural, you know narrative that? which only understand you'll only really understand if you've watched a few other animes or films like mm. understanding that you don't immediately go and confront someone in a public location understanding mm. that Jap- you know Japan have these folk tales that connect to this about body swapping and about uh, you know different ribbon. aspects of it, the red ribbon of fate and so on which these
1: actually f- plays a very fairly heavy part in this yeah, time which
0: it but it's done in a quiet way you don't literally see someone pulling a red red uh, string that's attached to their finger for the entire film which you know some of the other not so good you know red fi- string of fate films have done mm-hmm. um, actually, a lot of criticism actually lands on the end because it ends in a very japanese way mm. it's in a way where it leaves it open for interpretation it doesn't give you it gives you a happy ending but it doesn't give you a massive oh here's you know this is everything that happens from here and while from a western perspective we're like oh i want to see more mm. it Tries to do it in a way that says, let you know, just let the story be. I have
3: mm. to say, I liked the way that the characters behaved and how they interacted. Yeah. I felt like they were very relevant. Like I could see myself reacting in certain in, in, in those ways in that mm. situation, yes, exactly. And especially, I don't want to say uh, it, it's, I'm not going to say exactly what this is because this is, a, this yep. happens at the end. But what happens at the end on mm. the stairs, that's yeah. how I would behave. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, uh um, do I not do
0: anything? Do sure, I do anything? What is this that's happening? Yeah,
3: exactly. What is the
1: professional way to approach a situation like that? There is none. There is no precedent set.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Except for in anime. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> now, um,. On to the awards that this has received, because <laughs> your name did really well. So I'm just going to list a few. There's more than this. There's also nominations on top of this. So Stridges Film Award, Best Animated Feature F- Length Film. The Bucheon International Animation Festival. It won Animated Feature Special Distinction Prize and Animated Feature Audience Prize. New Type Anime Awards, Best Picture, Runner-Up for Best Soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles Film Critics Association, Best Animated Film. Japan Media Arts Festival, Grand Prize of Animation Division, the Manichi Film Awards, Best Animated Film, Japan Academy Prize, Excellent Animation of the Year, Screenplay of the Year, and Sayu Awards. They won the Synergy Award. I don't know what that is.
3: Synergy is a, an, an, an electricity <laughs> company in
0: Perth. Yeah, yeah, so but that sounds you know, interesting. I'm going I'm going to synergize with my yes. business management <laughs> options. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So that they one for good business clearly, yeah. Yes. But I mean that that's just a handful. There are actually more and I'm that's just for the awards for best film. There's also many awards for best Scrim writer, best sound composition. Uh, it, it goes on and on. And, and I mean, that's
3: what I loved. I loved the sound as well.
0: Well, the sound does come down to a, a Japanese rock band called, uh, what is it? Radwimps. Rad-Wimps. Who are, wow. I, I, I have a lot of time for Radwimps. I have a lot of time for Rad-Wimps. Oh, yeah.
1: Just hearing the work that the, uh, I believe it's the main singer and front man of Radwimps yeah. composed
0: all the music for this. He has also done all the music for Weathering With You mm. as well. Actually, so, um. I have
1: something about Radwimps here. They are worked very closely with the director on the and the story to create the complementary music. The process of them actually working together led to some initial script
0: changes. Yeah, which says a lot. It's like, well, the music's good, but it could be better. <laughs> oh no, no. What this, do you mean? In what this do you case, on well, this scene, I want this to happen instead.
1: <laughs> no, no. It was actually it was kind of the reverse. It was well, the music for this is good, which means the script could be better. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> It's a strange way how uh, music can actually influence animation. Oh, yeah. It can influence a scene in anything, really.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, there is also a connection um, between... Makoto's films. And <laughs> you, you and I have discussed this, and I'm dubbing this the Makoto Shinkai Interconnected Universe. Because the MSIU. So, the totally teacher who teaches classical Japanese in Mitsuo's school, Miss Yuki, is Yukari Yukino the heroine from his previous film, The Garden of Words. Oh. Her partner, yeah. Takao Akizuki, makes an appearance near the end of the film in a crowd as well. <laughs> the restaurant that Taki works at is called The, the Garden, Garden of, of Words. Words. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's other bits and pieces which relate to 5 centimeters a second. And I other love stuff those as well. Easter eggs. Mm. Yeah, it <laughs> turns out, Weathering With You has the characters from your name in it.
1: Oh, yeah, this is going to be like the best game of Where's Wally ever. Yeah.
0: I might so, cry. Um, <laughs> Taki and Mitsuwa both appear in the show. Um, I can't say for sure because obviously we haven't seen it. We will be actually watching it on Monday because it's just popped out over in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if they are the exact same characters, but they share a striking resemblance in the same voice actors. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of connects. Um, but look, I mean, this is a type of film that I mean, you, you'll either really enjoy it or I feel it'll miss the mark with you. I've got some friends who... I, I put up a post saying that I was rewatching it and some of them were like, oh my God, it's amazing. And then others were like, oh, it really fell over in this act or "Oh, oh I just didn't feel anything. And it's like, mm. okay, fair enough. I mean... Let's be honest, Like romance and misconnection stories aren't everyone's cup of tea. I'm a sucker for romance stories. I don't care what anyone thinks. I reckon they're great.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of like one of those cult film kind of things, how Mm -hmm. you either don't get it or it is your life. Yes, well, I wouldn't say it's my life. But it it sucks you in. It does things to you emotionally. mm -hmm. Wasn't there also a rumour going around? That if you went to see this film with your significant yeah. other, you would be married oh, to them. Oh,
0: lovely. Yeah. And um, I think it was Sora News Network, which is Japan's uh, one of Japan's online English ones. Uh, they did a massive thing about all people <laughs> on Twitter who were saying, I went and saw your name and now I'm going uh, with a girl I liked. And now I'm going to go see Weathering with you with the same girl because I'm married to her Aww. and it's like oh, really and then you've got all the other ones going yes I'm going to see Weathering with you with a different girl because the girl I saw your name with cheated on me and it's Aww. like oh come on no. <laughs> so it's no, it's, it's got a bit of a little cult vibe going on there around mm-hmm. you know The culture around it. I mean, it is definitely a bit of a romantic... um, Well, it's a a romance film at the end of the day, and it's a story of Mm. missed connections between two people and then, you know, not being able to reconnect um, and having things put in the way. And, And, yeah, yeah.
1: I had a thing about from uh, the director, Shinkai himself, saying that it's about individual memory losing memories and collective memory, forgetting of certain morality or traditions. Mm. Mm. And that actually was covered right at the start. I didn't actually make that connection, how um, the girl's family practice a certain tradition. Which has been forgotten. It's been forgotten because there was a great fire in their area where all the uh, scrolls and tapestries
0: involved Mm. were burned. And it's just like, oh,
1: okay, now I get
3: it.
0: Yeah. There's also a live action adaptation uh, of this in the works in Hollywood. Oh. Does um. it
3: have of <coughs> Shakira in it? No, it
0: does not. <laughs> However, the Hollywood adaptation has being done by Paramount Pictures and Bad Robot. Uh, you might recognise Bad Robot. That is the company owned by... Um, Whedon? Yes.
1: No, wait, I think I have heard of this. Yes. This is with uh, J.J. Abrams at the helm. Yes. i right. Oh,
0: so right. T- I'm, I'm not sure on that, but we'll see. So Toho's involved, but J.J. Abrams isn't directing it. He's just producing So um, the Japanese right holders want it to be a Western adaptation and Mm -hmm. it will focus on a young Native American woman and a young man from Chicago instead swapping bodies. So it'll be like a full American adaptation. They won't be trying to replicate the story in Japan. I
3: think you told me about, I think you told us about this like ages ago. Yes, I want to see this. It could like,
0: be handled well. It could be handled well.
3: Because honestly, like, I haven't seen a whole heap of films come out of America that have been like big films that haven't had a principally white or maybe even um, people of colour cast. And yeah. where, where are the native, Ameri- the, the indigenous Americans? Yeah, you know. No.
0: Um, yeah, I
1: believe the last film I saw like that
0: was White Fang.
3: I saw uh, yeah. actually. Um, they, well,
0: they did. They did it in um, Westworld, but obviously that's a series. Yeah, mm. they did. So.
3: Before that, I remember Free Willy, but <laughs> honestly, oh, wow.
0: like, oh, I don't really feel. I, I still feel like Free Willy was full of white people.
1: Well, black and white people. It was a whale. It was black and white.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, so and that with that utter disappointment, it's time to end. <laughs> anyway. Oh, ladies
1: and gentlemen, if you could see the way I made these two cringe. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, I think it is time we wrap up because we are running out of time today. <laughs> Kawaii Radio. Well, that was our look back at Makoto Shinkai and his work over the past 30 years. Mm. Well, I mean, admittedly 20, but, you know, he started early. Yeah, he did. did. Made his name, did his thing.
3: Absolutely. And we are going to share with you She and Her Cat on our Facebook page.
0: It's a nice little video. only goes for about, what, four minutes?
3: Yeah,
1: four
0: Alas, no subtitles, but I believe there's
1: a fan dub going around. Whether mm-hmm. or not it's accurate is remains to be seen. Yeah, we'll yeah. check Give it out. It we'll watch. check it
0: out and let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be checking out weathering with you next week. Um, actually, tomorrow, as yes. Aussie Cinemas are showing it all this week. Uh, we'll let you know what we think um, on our Facebook. I'm sure you'll mm-hmm. see some happy snaps from us. Yep. Next episode, Isekai. Oh, uh.
1: Sorry, um, what's that? Uh, I don't think I know a, what that it's is. It's
0: a yeah. very niche genre. Yes. Of, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Not the Konosuba movie ever. comes out in Japan in a week's time. So we'll be looking at the origin of this very uniquely Japanese genre. And a few gems from it, of course. Um, we will uh. be looking at Konosuba Sabha because uh, any excuse to talk about Konosuba is a good excuse to me. Yes. Um, and... Uh, obviously a few other looks. I think we might uh, have to fit in Spirited Away by uh, Miyazaki in there. Yes, it's a perfect perfect opportunity yes, for that.
3: Yes, I think that's a very good call. Mm. We will do that.
0: So don't forget to head over to our Facebook page, stay up to date on anime news and videos. You've been listening to Kawaii Fi Radio. We'll be back in two weeks time with another episode and more of our Kawaii Fi Quest random introduction. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and until next time, watch some anime. Goodbye. Bye. Cheerio. <laughs>